0: to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor and uh, Marissa McHale. I'm Victor Miguel
1: and I'm Marissa McHale
0: and I think we should just do the Deb storyline. Let's get it out of the way. Oh my God. It has nothing pertaining to this episode. Okay. Let's do the Deb stuff. Not even, hi, how are you? How you been? I haven't spoken in a week. Your podcast did not skip. We're just going to get the most things that does not matter to the show, to the episode. And then we can get back into the storyline. We can do pleasantries.
1: Wow, yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) Don't you think it's so much filler? Yeah. Like this episode is about 52 minutes. It totally could have just been like 45 and we could have just cut any of the Deb and Lundy stuff.
1: Okay, so are we going to get into it or just uh, keep
0: talking? I mean, I just, I have, Lundy says he's leaving when the case ends. Deb doesn't like hearing that. They sort of make up without an agreement. Don't cut me off. Anything else?
1: (laughs) (laughs) When Lundy said that he was leaving after the case was over, I didn't, like, I, like, yeah, duh. Like, I didn't know why Deb took that the wrong way. I thought maybe, like, is Deb having a bad day? I didn't, I don't, I didn't take it that way.
0: You didn't take what? What do you mean?
1: That him leaving because the case is over means their relationship is over. Um, like, he's not a permanent right person in the office.
0: Right. I just... I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I didn't even I didn't even put any two cents into it. And it might just be because I know what happens. Prob. But correct me if I'm wrong. They made up... They solved this without any actual resolution. He just said something cute about an AARP card. And they're just like... <laughs> And then like, they get a call about the Bay Harbor Butcher. No? Or, yeah. I, if I'm wrong, please tell me, because I feel like that's how it ends.
1: I'm not saying that you're wrong. I think that they both kind of admitted that it was like a miscommunication and that they both want the same thing. I don't think the same thing or what they want, whatever, was really defined. Sure. Um, But I think that they had a conversation that they both wanted the same thing. But yeah, it was very like
0: yeah, flyby. And- I just, just went doing my notes and I just realized like, we try to like separate it into everything. Yeah, just, like nothing happens. Yeah. So if it was a miscommunication, essentially nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how are you?
1: Oh, now so now we're done with that.
0: Yeah. I'm Na- good. We have to talk about them the rest of this episode. I'm good. How are you? We are here to talk about season two, episode ten. There's something about Harry. Hmm. Uh, phase three. Phase three. Um, we got some good praise on our episode last week. Nice. And. I don't know if this is a how do I say it? It's not a shot at us as much as it is a praise of Zach. I think a few people missed Zach last week. Oh man, yeah. Might have to uh, sell this podcast to Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this episode, your your sort of two sentence primer on it before. Don't look at me like that. I don't have a two sentence primer on it fair enough how did you th- what did you think about this episode? Well,
1: so last episode you told me
0: that we were going to be like ranking these last few episodes Sure well, I'm going to ask you a very important question at the end of the episode, and that will determine so just a quick primer on the episode
1: I hate <laughs> when you do that no
0: fair enough um, I think I have problems with this episode that we really can't get into because i think what this episode sets up okay sort of like a big deal that like harry committed suicide yeah and i don't feel like it goes anywhere okay this episode is almost somewhat of a filler but like it could be like debated otherwise
1: yeah um and i guess we'll get there in Mm. the question at the end of the episode but i I enjoyed this episode. It's not that I didn't, but um, the last two were were better.
0: Oh well, this is not the end of the episode, and I didn't ask you yet, so we'll, uh, we'll okay, just, we'll just hold that. Um, I do think the Dexter and Dokes scenes at the uh, during the episode, yeah, are some of the best of the series thus yeah. far. Do you agree? Or- yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we can get into it. Let's jump into it. Our episode starts out with Dexter fixing his leg abrasion. Remember, we discussed that last episode where he clearly didn't get shot. Yeah. He just um, scraped basically the bullet. Yeah. Um, and the opening discussion that they're having in here, uh, Dex, Dexter basically making Dokes out to be a killer. Yeah. Like rationalizing yeah. how he's going to deal with it. Um, It was pretty eye-opening,
1: you know, because it... it, it, And I know that Dexter was definitely kind of using some mind games and things like that. But Dexter just saying, you know, what's the difference between me and you? Like, we both have killed before. We have both, you know... um, I never thought of it that way. So, it definitely was a little bit of an eye-opener. And um, just interesting, I guess.
0: I mean, I feel like we can do an entire podcast on just this premise. Like... Yeah. What is more right? Like Dexter, he says I'm like a ta- I'm a bargain for taxpayers. Yeah. I could argue against his like, well, while he takes out killers, the police waste their time and efforts into missing people. Yeah. You know. So is he really a bargain? Like you know, that's not. Yes, it co- he cost he costs the taxpayer zero, but think about all the wasted efforts. Right. You know. Um. But like they say like is dokes killing any more justified right it's kind of just like simply as <clears throat> a paycheck for it yeah you know? like
1: the whole just analyzing of the legal system in this entire episode you know yeah,
0: it's really interesting
1: of what is i don't want to say right or wrong but you know i mean everyone i think can agree that the legal system is flawed i don't know you know there's probably a million different ways that people could think to make it better but there have been so many high profile cases that have gone you know um, that have fallen through the cracks or whatever. So everyone, I think, can agree on that. And I think that, you know, in a strange world, the code makes sense, you know, like in your head, the code makes sense, you know. So I think it's definitely just like a
0: mind fuck that, well, you know, conversation of what they're having. Well, Dexter says, I have a higher standard than your yeah. legal system. Yeah. And Dexter, while it's the code is kind of what the show is based on hugely flawed because how does how does dexter a blood spatter analyst, yeah. have you know um but sure and i mean that's what this point of this episode is with harry like that guy got off uh is it juan reinez Inez. Yeah. he got off because of a typo error yeah this guy who killed and murdered yeah. his uh, pregnant girlfriend was it oh uh, uh, well, he killed this woman and he got off because yeah of, you know um And you were speaking about kind of cases like that, that sort of whatever. Um, And I guess (laughs) this will be a little funny thing to discuss. Casey Anthony. There we go. Well, let me just let me I know why you're laughing and smiling. (laughs) So when the Casey Anthony thing broke. Yeah. All the memes. And this is before like memes were memes. Yeah. All of them. It had a picture of Dexter and it was no. like, so Casey Anthony just got out. Dot, oh dot, my dot. God. That's you know, funny. Yeah. Why is Casey Anthony funny to you?
1: Because everyone thinks I look like her. <laughs> do you think so? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone thinks I do. Uh, go ahead.
1: Really fast. Not about Casey Anthony, but just before I forget, I remember in last episode, last week's episode, we, or I said at least that I don't, I think that Dukes is going to have to die, but I don't think that he fits the code. So I don't know how he would. Um, But then with the discussion that they have in this opening scene of that, you know, you're a killer, too, Dokes, you know, you kill, too. It makes me think that could he possibly fall into the code almost like in the same logistics of like how that guy got free from a typo error? Could Dexter somehow generalize it to where, you know what I mean, to kind of have him fall under the code? I don't know.
0: I think Dexter's code, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, because I have... Discussions like this almost hurt my knowledge of the show and the code because you've only have up to this point, whereas mm-hmm. does Dexter only kill people who have fallen through the cracks and have or and or have gotten off? Or is it simply anyone who has killed? I think it's more someone who has gotten through the cracks, right?
1: Yeah, I guess I kind of like, just I, took it as like bad people.
0: Like let me ask you, at this point in the show and how the code is set up, to your this is your yep. this is Marissa's take on the code does dokes fit dexter's code
1: i don't know i feel like you could possibly maybe look at it with dokes killing people okay thanks.
0: i don't know i don't know it's yeah sure um doke says oh i'm sorry dexter says you'd actually like it if i killed you just to make a point i think he's totally right yeah like dokes would want to go down as being yeah. killed by dexter so dokes could be like a martyr of sorts you know um and, and I think just sort of discussion, whatever, let, let's, let's keep moving on. Uh, we see Deb gets the phone records for Dokes, and we learn that Deb and Lundy finally learned that LaGuerta and Dokes had a phone conversation. Yeah. Um, the idea that Deb gets to ream LaGuardia. Super awkward and so unprofessional. That Deb gets to? Yeah. Really?
1: Uh, not only that... But the fact that Deb says to Lundy, almost begging, please let me be there when you do it. And he was like, you know what? You should do it. Like, just, I don't know. You know, not that anyone in the office should be treated differently, but she is the lieutenant. Sure. Like, just some kind of professionalism. I totally understand that Lundy is like FBI and Deb is on this FBI task force whatever. But
0: I don't know. I think super unprofessional and I think that... You know what I think is really funny about what you're saying? You have Deb as being more unprofessional, being unprofessional than the idea that LaGuerta uh, totally yeah. likes jokes. And I'm not trying to, like, trap you. I'm just saying it's funny yeah. that you saw this. Because, I-, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you, like, isn't there? And I kind of have, like, in my notes here, like, Deb is, like, the the day one inspector who's like writes you up for like that doorknob is off yeah. that paint is off. yeah like, you know like gives you what gives you actually gives you a ticket for your tail light right whereas a cop a seasoned cop per se would know that there's off. bigger
1: things out there and whereas
0: yeah. yes Deb is like you know um but it's it's kind of funny like and maybe that speaks to like how you view Deb this season versus LaGuerta.
1: yeah
0: uh to shift that back to Laguerta, what do you think of her Because the conversation Deb and LaGuardia have Is actually kind of like Don't you care about anyone Yeah And it's like Imagine You know LaGuardia's the only one It's not Dokes It's not Dokes You know And
1: also I think that In that conversation I think that that was a pretty Good conversation And that um, Speaks true to like Who LaGuardia is And I know that she's had Her ups and downs In the you know The last season And all that But I think it does speak true To who she is And her character And in what she believes in You know What's right is right, right What's wrong is wrong Yeah Um, and I think that when she does say to Deb, you know, don't you, haven't you ever cared for someone? Um, like, don't you see that there's like more important things out there? You know, I think that almost puts the bug in Deb's ear about Lundy
0: saying, oh, definitely
1: more than Lundy even said it. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I, I thought that was a pretty powerful conversation and I, I liked LaGuardia more for it.
0: To stay here. Like later she brings this to Lundy, LaGuardia does. And Lundy says, like, you may be right. Yeah. Doesn't that kind of need to be vetted out? Like, if someone, like, Laguerta has evidence and Lundy's... And, for Lundy to approach it as, you may be right, doesn't that, like... Isn't that, like, a total, like hey, you're, you could be you could be close to fired, but that's evidence that maybe it's not dokes.
1: Yeah. I don't want to sound naive in saying this, but I feel like in the legal system, that has to happen all the time. Sure, sure. You know, and almost to the point, and this wasn't exactly it, but almost to the point where I was like, you know what? We have all evidence pointing to this one guy. I don't want to see anything else that could possibly disprove it. You know, I think that that has to happen a lot more than we
0: think well in terms of the show it did happen last season remember like Tony Tucci was we got the ice truck killer Neil Perry we got the ice truck killer and all time LaGuardia's you know first LaGuardia's like she was wrong and then hey like I think you're wrong here it's like nope we're going full board yeah and like it let the ice truck killer Brian yeah kind of skate by for a little bit you know um yeah very political politics yeah Yeah. playing into it um I just think it's crazy at the FBI level. Yeah. Politics are still there.
1: I think crazy, but I think also sadly realistic. Sure.
0: Sure. You know? I agree. Um and then we see Dexter come back into his apartment, slides back through the window he left in. And what good is the FBI protecting yeah. people here? I mean, we get this little scene where Dexter calls off and Deb gets all shitty. Dexter was able to leave I and know. come back in through I this know. window. So now let me, um, <laughs> you know, we've seen, there's a few filming locations this episode that we were at yep. and it's going to be really funny to post those pictures this week. Um, remember, you remember taking that picture? Yeah. The basketball, yeah. we'll get there. Um, so having been to Dexter's apartment yep. and knowing how the layout of the street is and just trying to put together how this could have happened for Dexter, um, he would have had to creep around other backyards. Uh-huh. I, I can't pos- If you could look it up on Google Maps and do do your little bit of internet research, you could see where his apartment is and where we're at in the show. Dexter would have had to gone through other backyards. I only say that to bring up that's exactly what the FBI should have yeah. covered. Yeah, like where he's coming in from is exactly where. So funny. Someone should be looking. Yeah, like, you know. Um and, and as Dexter goes to bed, he sort of asks Harry, "Like, what would you have do here?" Um, and I imagine like having a cop in captivity is, was never part of like Harry's code. Yeah. You know. Um, so Rita comes in, brings some coffee, and it's man. I wonder, you know, what could help us out with this? What time of the year is this? I mean, I don't know. Just because. Rita says like the Reed brings in coffee and Dexter's like oh and there's nothing like Iced coffee on a great muggy Miami morning. Yeah. You smiled here because you're an ice coffee morning sort of guy. Always. Gal. Yeah. Always.
1: <laughs> um but really I mean they were at the beach also and we sure. we only have like 2 or 3 months out of the year that we can't go to the beach or that we don't go to the beach. Uh like uh. Uh-huh. December, January, February.
0: Okay. I was going to also say we can't go to the beach now. July, oh, and, well, July and August. Yeah. I don't think you'd go there with the No, kids I know, now. yeah. Um. God, I can't wait to talk about the beach scene because there's something so stupid. Um, we're on board for Dexter and Rita getting back together.
1: Yeah, I am. I think that the conversation that they were having, and then Dexter was just like, "So, are we dating again?" Or what? However, he asked it. Yeah, that was kind of like, "Whoa!" Like, first off, like you kind of see like that awkward. Uh, I don't want to say immature because that's not the right word, but like that awkward Dexter in a relationship again. Sure, like, you know, sure. we, we miss that f- yeah. uh, for a little bit. And I, I'm i glad that Rita was like, well, I think that that's like a little too, too soon, you know, because yeah. I feel like it would be very TV show to just be like, yeah, we're back together, like happily ever after, you know. So I'm glad that she was like, well, I think that's a little soon, you know. But um, I'm on board with getting them back together.
0: Sure, after seeing what Dexter, gone with Lila and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, question, is it me or does Rita, Julie Benz look good this episode? Yeah. Like different than yeah. she did. Like, you also, know?
1: and I've been meaning to say this, since Lundy's been laying down the technique on Deb, she's been looking good too.
0: Deb? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. I'll agree with you since, just because.
1: Since Lundy's been laying down that technique, she's had her, her hair is different. She's got a little glow to her. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Good technique. Yeah, Good, different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is where we sort of get the realization too, where Dexter is sort of like, Dexter has been sort of selfish the past few episodes, and I say that say like here, he kind of realizes like I just don't go down as the Bay Harbor Butcher. Like it's yeah. gonna bring down Rita, her kids, yeah. and then like little later we get the realization about Deb. Like, yeah, you know, um, you know, it's just not him. He he loses a lot of people. Back at the station, we get that Dokes has a bunch of aliases, and now it's upon the FBI working with Miami Metro to pin down Dokes. Um I guess I'm just sort of ra- rattling off what happens. Go ahead. You got something?
1: I'm, I'm just laughing at something printed on someone's forehead.
0: <laughs> All right. Right now, do I make that the episode cover? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. God, I... God... If you're watching, if you're listening to this episode or you're seeing it on social media, you'll know what we're talking about. Um, I
1: don't think they will. I never would have caught that if you didn't point
0: it out. No, no. But what I'm saying is if you're listening to the podcast episode oh. right now, you, we, I have like cover art or go right. on our Facebook or Twitter or whatever. You'll see what it is. Um, I didn't catch that till like two years ago after having watched this show. So funny. Knows how many times. Um but, yes, basically, Dexter dodges his protective detail. Batista gives some of his cases to LaGuerta to vet out. And, um, you know, basically, they're, they're set out to set fine dokes. Uh, Deb comes in. Dexter and Masuka are working on some stuff. And that's where we sort of get that. Like, you know, <clears throat> yeah. you know we can't count on them anyone. I can only count on you. Um, did you do you notice or is it a thing for you how vulgar Deb is? Like you know, because she comes in like, what the fucking fuck, Dexter? And
1: yeah, but that's—I feel like that's always how she's been. Okay, I just—I
0: just, I just yeah. was asking if that's because that's when you talk about Deb as a series overall. She's kind of like that. Yeah. God, it gets really cringy in later seasons. Um, but Deb says the line, "Serial killers are so practical." Yeah. And Dexter's like, "Actually, they are." I know. <laughs> uh, just kind of funny, like you know, um, to that. Uh, here, and I guess sort of discussing about the code. You know, Deb. This is where Dexter finds out or realizes. Like, this is where he adds Deb to the idea of he yeah. gets caught. I'm not only ruining Rita and the kids. I'm also ruining Deb. Um, and this is where he says, "Like, I can't commit to killing Dokes because he just doesn't. He, he doesn't fit my code. Yeah, of sorts. You know. Um, I kind of had that all as the opening. I guess we can get into <laughs> Dexter and Dokes and the rest of the episode. Um, Dokes is captivated we see in this fence in the cabin question what the fuck is that fence doing inside that cabin what is that for
1: i have no clue
0: (laughs) but also i mean it's a question that's always gone over my head and then i'm looking at it because it's just so out of place in that cabin yes i can't possibly imagine and it has a little slit because i was thinking like oh maybe if they catch a gator you know captivity I can't possibly imagine why there's a little slit for a hand. It looks exactly like a fenced in location if you happen to want to frame someone.
1: Right. But so that was. Uh, w- did anyone know about that, like, his cabin or not really? Like, that wasn't where he
0: lived. I don't think that's where he lived. That's kind of
1: just, it, if, from what I gathered, it's kind of almost just like where he received his product and, like, maybe, like, Distributed you know And mm-hmm, and kind of mm-hmm. divvied it up Or whatever you want to say So in that case If this guy has been Some crazy gangster For like 20, 30 some well, odd years since, right, right. Yeah, you know Then like It might not be that insane To have a cage oh, In your bad. secretive Drug lord cabin sure, sure. Like I mean like When you think of Where the cage is It's in a cabin That no one knows about Where you dish out Your pounds of cocaine That you mm-hmm, You know what I mean mm-hmm. Like the whole circumstance is crazy. It would be crazier if he had, like, this random cage in his house.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: But it's, like, the fact that it's in, like, this secret private cabin that this, like, hardcore gangster owns. Then it's, like, eh.
0: I guess, I, I guess Maybe I, not that crazy. That is the most logical explanation that yeah. we have. Um, so, we we sort of see, like, Dokes finds that there's a cell phone. He, you know, does some... I don't know how do you call that. Almost like fishing. Yeah. To get which this I kinda out.
1: liked because Dokes is supposed to be like this special ops, private sure, ops. Sure. And I don't know what you're really supposed to do if you're in a cage. How much can you do if you're in a cage? Right. But I liked that they didn't just have him like sitting there. You know, I liked that they like that he was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether he succeeds or not, at least he wasn't giving up so easily. Right. He was trying something,
0: you know. So Dexter basically comes in and Dexter lays out the knives. Mm-hmm. Did you think he was going to kill Dokes? Yes. <laughs> um, and I want to ask you another question. And basically, Dexter, what he has to do is weigh out the two who has more moral worth um, um, to inherit worth to the community. Um, and he gives him water. Yes. Did you think? And to fast forward a little bit, Dokes sort of passes out from the water. Mm-hmm. Did you think Dexter killed Dokes there? Because the way they play it, you going off your reaction, you were like, "Oh my god." And the way it plays, like Doke sort of passes out. But he does say the sedative runs quick. Did you think he had killed him there?
1: Um, okay, so I was very surprised by the water. Definitely a gasp. Um <laughs> but I, I at first I did think that he killed him. Uh I, I and I, I know that Dexter said sedative, but I didn't even put two and two together that sure. like a sedative would have just put him to sleep, not killed him. I really did think that he killed him. But then when he left the bucket And I asked you why you you left the bucket. Well, you
0: said you need some small comfort. Yeah.
1: So then it was like, okay, well, if he's going to go to the bathroom, he's going to wake up. So then that's how I figured. But before that, like, again, I know he said sedative, totally just went over my head. I was like, oh, my God, Dokes is dead. You know, (laughs) like, just... yeah. yeah. well, and then also actually i 'm sorry, and then Dexter also when he 's getting the handprints, he talks about open you know or or in his voiceover, he talks about framing him, yeah, so then obviously, if you 're going to frame someone they 're still going to be around, yeah you know yeah. um also one more thing too, and I mentioned it last episode when Dokes was at the dock and finally confronted Dexter. Um, I said it was really cool to see them kind of speaking so true to each other because Dexter was always kind of under that mask. you yeah. know. And now seeing Dokes in the cage and kind of see Dexter talk to him like all of his other victims, that's also definitely interesting because Do- or because Dexter has, you know, his true self speaking, you know, these 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 true conversations. And really, you know, is speaking to him like any other of his victims. You know what I mean? That yeah. it's it's cool to see that dialect between those two characters. You know, yeah.
0: that's why I said like a, yeah, an episode like I think that Dexter and mm-hmm. Dokes, um, and you know, to get like artsy here, like Dokes is caged, whereas it's kind of like really like Dexter is actually caged. Yeah, he's, his whole inherent worth. <laughs> yeah. you know, like Dexter himself. This is the only the only person he's able to be open yeah. with is Dokes. And it's just ironic. Dokes is the one who's caged in. Um, but Dexter sort of goes to the thing, right? Like, which one of... Like, I put us up against each other. And, you know, who has more worth to the community? A wash. We mm-hmm. both help catch killers, whatnot. In the personal life, you know, Dokes... Presumably, how does Dexter know this? Dokes has abandoned his family for you know and whereas Dexter has Rita the kids Deb people who depend on him yeah um and it sort of leaks at a line where i wish they had played with this more if Dokes had some more family life he would have not made dexter his obsession right go ahead um while i do agree with that but just right before um we talk about
1: that i kind of think it's like a little fucked up that dexter is comparing Dokes having no one to him having, like, Rita, the kids, and Deb. Okay. Because just because you have, like, a family or maybe people that rely on you, it doesn't make your life any more valuable. Like, I mean, I guess, it, yes, it does, but I feel like it was almost like throwing that in his face. Like, I didn't really like that. I thought that was, like, kind of mean.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not going to disagree with you in that it's not, in that it is kind of mean, but, I mean, Dokes essentially wasted his life the past few months of his life chasing Dexter for sure. But and, like and for, he says, on, but he says, I like, I, ne- I left you alone as a killer. Why couldn't you pay me the same courtesy? Yeah. That, no, that's why I'm sort of, and I,
1: and I totally get that. But I think that like for even Dexter to say that Rita and the kids rely on him or depend on him. That's not even true. Like they're not even together at this point and you know real like yeah. you were you were kind of shitty to them like yeah. like i i didn't i didn't take it as much of a leap that dexter has all of these people that rely on him so much more than dokes
0: i really didn't well we're gonna get the line and i think it really rings true throughout the entire episode Dokes says well Look, who's lying to himself now. Yeah. And that's this is Dexter's point of view being like, I have a lot more worth than you do. Yeah. Do you? And yeah. It's a good point you're bringing it up. You know, if you could boil this down to like the core basics of it, is our life, meaning me and you, more worth than a homeless guy's life?
1: That's what I mean. I don't like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, but when you get into this where he's having to frame someone, yeah. or kill someone you know that's the sort of stuff to get and then is our life worth any more than to a mother and father of four kids right right like, just because we have yeah. a dog like you yeah. know what I mean
1: and then and I can I feel like I could talk about this forever so yeah. this is the last thing I'll say but then also like um, for Dexter to say that he has more people that rely on him and Dokes only has his mom and his sisters that he never sees anymore like the people that do rely on Dexter don't even know the truth about him
0: absolutely you know, so absolutely. then it's like
1: really like come yeah. on you know And yeah. it, it just it bought like it made me mad a little bit, like yeah. it was just like no, like I, kill him I, because you want to kill him, <laughs> but don't go around saying that you have all these people that rely on you, and you're so you know you're such a family guy now. You just left Rita for Lila two episodes ago. <laughs>
0: I, I I just I, I love, and it's sort of it's the only way we're gonna have good conversation and discussion on this episode where we are mad that Dexter verbally abused Dilk for lack of a better term, and not the fact like you know a few minutes later in the episode Dexter. Hacks someone up. Yeah. It's just so funny. It's really (laughs) it's really funny uh what we what we get stuck on and I'm not it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um then let me I wanna say here there's actually kind of it's I wish they played with this more in the episode. I think we're taking more out of it than what the show gives Mm -hmm. us. But I wish they had like really played with that. Yeah. Do you agree with Dexter then that Dokes like if dokes would have not made dexter his personal obsession that like maybe you wouldn't be locked in a cage here
1: i definitely agree with that yeah because i think if anyone kind of obsesses over anything like you can get so caught up in it to where it you know it's like one of those things like if you go looking for something bad you're gonna find it you know what i mean like you could get so caught up in something so obsessed with something and it's like just if it's not like affecting you, just let it be. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, ignorance is bliss. You know, like <laughs> yeah, um So I I do agree with that. Yeah.
0: And then we we see as dokes is sort of passing out. Um, dokes mentions Harry. And what a what a whack job he was. And I mean, we'll get to the Harry stuff, I guess, more in the second half. But as dokes is passing out, we see that Dexter is going to frame him, put his fingerprints on some knives or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, Dexter gets his fingerprints and he goes to the pier to toss it out. And I guess people will Google it and let us know. I would assume the water would wash away...
1: That's kind of what I thought, too. Maybe it's like
0: the oils. Because, you know, if you if you touch something, yeah. you can wipe away... Like, you know, there's still oils yeah. and whatnot. Um, I don't know. And, like, with, with the Bay Harbor Butcher put them put those knives at that pier
1: yeah i don't know if i totally like got or understood the framing
0: well he says and and then maybe i could try and help you understand because dexter says there's a young scuba team
1: and, yeah like, no I, yeah him. no i get all of that i get like what he did but uh-huh. i don't necessarily like okay so then if you're gonna frame him it, so he's still gonna be alive like, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I can't foresee where
0: it's going. I guess, I guess I'd say, like... Again, I still think that he's killed kill because
1: there's <laughs> no, like, you know, I, I, but, guess,
0: I guess it's to sort of keep the show narrative going while Dexter tosses up, do I kill him? Do I not? Right. Is he part of the code? Is he not? Oh, my God, my father committed suicide. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um And we were at this pier. We knew, actually, let me take that back. We weren't at this pier, but... Um, If, if you watch the show again, where Dexter is standing, if you look, there's like, when they they show the opposite side of the pier, right there is Deb's house in later seasons Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we went to, and just to the right is the basketball courts, and we'll talk about that scene, but literally, they must have, like, done, like, uh, what do they call it? Not gap shooting, group shooting, batch shooting, where they'll film all this, because they didn't have to take their camera work that far at all, um... I guess one more thing before we get into the break. Dexter does like a look around before he kicks the knives off or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and we had our friend Janet write in like... That... <laughs> it's actually really funny. That kayaker is staring at Dexter. Yeah. Kick those knives over, you know? Um, just really funny. Like, that's a total like... I don't know. Goof. Yeah, whatever. total like goof. Of term. Um like a better term. Do you know who Curtis Blow is? No. Um... And these are. Breaks. You never heard that song? No. Well, I think we just found out where. Um, break song. Break!
1: And these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up! And now, a word from our sponsors.
0: There's nothing professional about what you do. I kill when I have to, on the job. Oh, so. It's okay to take a life as long as you get a paycheck for it. The city pays me to keep the law. I've got this for you, Sergeant. My code requires a higher standard of proof than your city's laws. At zero cost for the taxpayer, yes, me, I'm a bargain.
1: And we're back
0: Whoa Cut you off Wow um, We've been doing this a couple of weeks And I think only people are starting to now catch on I just want to make it very clear We are back with No, we're back Fart 2 Wow That's F-A-R-T Fart Wow We're I back with know. Fart 2 of the podcast Fart, fart, fart I got two things <laughs> Yes. One. Uh, we were watching The Mindy Project. Just uh, if you want to give people a new show, reco.
1: We just started it. And I've been hearing that I've needed to watch the show for years. My brother and his wife are obsessed with it. Jolie's obsessed with it. Everyone that I know has only good things to say about it. And I just started... Yeah, we just started and we're already on like episode 10.
0: To be... I guess to I guess, a little bit of a background of it, we are obsessed with The Office. <laughs> and obviously, if you know Mindy Kaling, she's a character on The Office um, and she has her own show. Isn't
1: she also a producer on The Office too?
0: Yeah. yeah. Her, like om- The Office is one of those rare shows where a lot of the cast is actually like part of the writing, yeah. directing everything. Because uh, BJ Novak, yeah. Brian, he's like... He was a huge writer in the beginning seasons and yeah. he had like a little bit role. Yeah. Steve Carell, all of them, you know? Because um, I just like to sometimes what else we're watching, you know? I'm in the middle of The Affair. I'm about to finish. I hopefully, I have two episodes left and it's killing oh. me. The Affair, um, if anyone else watches The Affair and wants to discuss The Affair, but no spoilers. Have
1: some girl talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's such a soap opera. Um, second thing, is let's see if this episode comes out the day after Labor Day, the 4th, the 11th, 12th. It means our season f- two finale will come out September 18th. So we are thinking about doing a Facebook Live September 13th, 14th, or 15th, depending on how our work schedules work out. Yep. Um, we enjoy doing Facebook Live. Um, I wonder if we could do YouTube Live too, but I don't think I have something that streams. Anyway, we plan to do that for the season finale. And Let's have an on-air business meeting. Are we gonna go roll roll right into season three? Right?
1: Um, I don't know. We could, yeah.
0: I'm just saying. Why well, take? I kind of want to get through because we have obviously a wedding coming up and everything. Yeah. Our wedding and uh, another wedding. <laughs> um, so that's the two things. Just to let people know about that early on. And I always have to give credit to our friend Crystal, who sort of gave us the idea of doing Facebook Live. Yeah, you know. It's a lot so, of fun. um, want to get back into. There's something about Harry. So we see Dexter grabbed Jimenez's phone. And we see that this gentleman, Christopher Harlow, is the one texting Jimenez. And I have to say, I think it's such lazy ass writing. And I think I had this problem earlier in the season. That this guy, this drug dealer who's texting, Mm -hmm. another killer who got off. So he oh, like automatically yeah. fits the code.
1: Yeah. Have Dexter no, I know.
0: really struggle? Like, how is Dexter going to do whatever where the guy here, because he kills two birds with one stone, how, why not have this guy just a criminal? Yeah. A drug possession, drug whatever. How, how
1: many killers just get off? Like, you well, know what I mean? I mean,
0: they ask you to believe Miami, rampant with serial yeah. killers. It could be... You're the guy who owns the bar. It could be your car salesman. It could be your therapist. <laughs> it could be... <laughs>
1: Literally everyone. It could everyone. be your your
0: local blood spatter analyst. Yeah. It could be a cop. It could be all these people. Uh, and all these people got off the code and only Dexter. Yeah. Again, follow the code. I just think this would be some amazing showtelling to have this guy in the middle of Dexter's all his plans. And Dexter really has to... And maybe that's why we start to not like Dexter. Right. Um, but if you think about some of the show's biggest anti-heroes, mm-hmm. like Sopranos and Breaking Bad, like, man, how fun would this be? Like, Dexter really doesn't know what to right. do. Right. Just having, like, more conflict. And to to further my point, Dokes. Yeah. We have some amazing show telling here. Yeah. Because Dexter doesn't. If Dokes was a serial killer, Dex would have killed a killer. Dex would have killed him right there. sure, For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, and that's going to. I don't know. They'll get off it. Um, Dexter, you know, comes to Deb about these flashbacks we've been seeing. Yeah. You know, young Deb and Dexter. One um, Rinez, as we discussed, got let loose because of a typo. Um, does that happen? I think it might. A typo?
1: I think that there are... I think that most lawyers, and I'm saying this totally not even knowing, but I think that most lawyers, like their job is to just almost like go through like the evidence and the paperwork looking for mistakes, Mm -hmm. not even looking for who's right, who's wrong, but looking for mistakes. Like how many cases do you hear like the police messed up, Mm -hmm. and it's like the police literally messed up because maybe they went in too soon or that like geez, these little minute things that can blow the whole case.
0: Let me tell you a quick story. A friend who went to jury duty told me about the case and I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that but they told me <laughs> about the case after and to to set up the story really quick uh, there was a guy who was found dead in a staircase in a building and um, there was like a cigarette or something by him and then but when the, the pictures they were showing the courtroom had the chalk outline of okay. the person, so the person, one of the witnesses is on the stand, and it, the lawyers like, so is this exactly how you saw the thing, uh, the 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 scene? He's like, yes, absolutely. So the cigarette was there, that was there. Yes, you know, then the witness was like, yep, absolutely. That's exactly exactly how I remember it. What not? And then the lawyer goes, oh, the chalk outline was there too, and he goes, well, no. He's like, oh, so it's not exactly right. And, they no, he I know. Basically, won the case based on that. There was not enough evidence. Totally discredited that witness. Yeah. by that, I believe it. And it's like, holy shit! What are you talking about? Like, you know, and and I guess you know what. And that's sort of what happens this episode. Dexter's code is not going to fall because of a typo yeah <laughs> you know yeah and look how mad harry get and this is where harry gets like you know i taught you well right like, this is but that's know. even
1: also like those contracts that we just you know i accept the terms and agreements of everything sure, that sure, we do sure. and it's like in that all of that says is like we can't do anything if if the service goes wrong or if yeah. you know what i mean like so it, yeah i i totally believe that a typo could do that
0: um and then you know we sort of learned that like deb and did you know this already that deb co- sort of really got the shit end of her relationship with Harry?
1: Um, I think that it definitely alluded to that in the last season and a little bit of this season, like in all the flashbacks, you could tell of and I just use jealousy for lack of a better word, but the jealousy that she had between Dexter and Harry's relationship versus Harry's and her own. Right. But these flashbacks on this particular episode definitely were more of an eye opener mm-hmm. on how it really was.
0: Yeah. You know? And and we'll get it and sort of season three little bit of a spoiler here, but season three sort of really kicks off with that idea. Um, I just think it's funny, like you know, they the way the, how it goes happened because Deb the way Dexter brings it up, like, "Hey, you remember your 16th birthday?" and Deb's like, "Holy shit, Dexter!" Like, why you're getting deep," you know? Yeah. Um, it's just so funny how that birthday meant two different things to them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess what I didn't bring up is like as oh I did bring it up. Whereas Dokes is passing out, he goes, "Oh, you're you know they how." You know how I am. How? God, I don't know what the word is. Teaser. How frustrating. How instigating is it? As he's passing out, I guess they must have not told you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You would have died. I would have died. You would have literally <laughs> somehow gotten Dokes back to back to life at that moment because you would have literally died.
0: Yeah, I would have. I would. Um, yeah. I think I remember Too watching many it. Too ants in your pants. <laughs> yes. Um, let me take this moment because it's on screen. Uh, Batista and Dexter, let's. You want to knock out some of Lila because she's knock it not, out. What's that? Let's knock it out, babe. Let's knock it out. Um, because it, it really doesn't fit into our episode. Kind of what's going on? Yeah. She's so just as ancillary as Deb, but we'll see how it plays in together. Batista is helping Lila paint her apartment. Um, let me ask. The, the, this first scene where they're painting and everything, let me you let you have the floor because I want to see if you picked up what I picked up. Pick it up, babe. Go ahead.
1: What am I supposed to be picking up?
0: Oh, anything on this scene?
1: Nothing. I mean, when his phone rings, she says, oh, if it's Dexter, tell him to come over. <laughs> so like, fucking what? crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why. And, and this sounds bad to say because I really like Batista. I don't even know why she's still hanging around Batista because how many times do you hang out with someone saying... Hey, why don't you bring Dexter? Why don't you bring Dexter along? What's Dexter doing? Maybe he'll come with us. And he doesn't come. Yeah. And, like, you're still awaiting for him to come? Like, you know? But what am I supposed to pick up?
0: uh, We get the idea that Lila likes fire.
1: Okay. So the red? The red. Passion. It
0: is the color of passion, but it's also in, like, show and television. It's supposed to be, like, danger, trouble, whatnot. And, of course, Lila likes red. And I think it's hilarious Batista has, like, red <laughs> highlights red highlights yeah. in his hair like you even see like lila's phone is red which is kind of going a little overboard with yeah. it. but um you know just trouble danger yeah. so <laughs> so batista says you know he has audi on sunday and lila hilariously says what's an audi right um and he needs something to do mm-hmm. and we see like lila come to the station which yeah. again anyone could just fucking walk into the yeah. station
1: and i mean she's talking to batista but not even looking at him literally just looking around for Dexter like it's so obvious and again Batista just flat out said he doesn't care but it's just like if she's only using Batista
0: to get to Dexter and it's not working
1: why you know like you would just think that she would give up by now but
0: yeah um I'll counter your point and you are right I guess we finally see what the payoff is why she's doing it but let me bring this up so You know, And and that's where Batista's like, hey, is it right if just me and Rita and them go to the beach, whatnot? But the scene where Dexter and Batista are talking, and Batista's like, hey, I have Audi on a Saturday, and I don't know what to do with her. What am I going to do on a Saturday? And Dexter says, the beach. Yeah. And Batista acts like Dexter just solved the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. How terrible of a father... I know. And or lazy writing and or out to lunch is Batista to where... You have kids and you have no, I mean, what is one of the top five, top three things, me and you, whenever we have a day off together, what do we always, always say we're going to do? Beach or pool. (laughs) Yeah. Always. It's the number one. Yeah. You live in South Florida and- That's just what you do. That's just, it's part of it. Yeah. It's just like if you live anywhere near New York City, you always say, let's go into the city. Right. It's just, it's so funny how they just make it, but are like, the- the beach? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Um, And also,
1: like, not even to say that, but to be that stuck on what he should do with a seven-year-old, South Florida is full of museums, sure, zoos, sure. aquariums, places to go. Like, Parks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, there's a
0: gazillion things to do here. And to our point of what time, of, well, maybe my point, what time of the year is this, you could go to the park in January or... You know, you could go in the middle of the summer, even though it's hot, but whatever. Like, yeah, there's so much. There's a lot. That's almost a knock against South Florida. Yeah. Sports. It's like, yeah. you know why we don't care about our teams? Because we're at the fucking beach. Yeah. We have so yeah. much to do here. We can always be outside. Yeah. Um, it's just really funny. That is and funny. It did, Was that supposed to be what the show showed us? No. It's supposed to be Dexter. You know, that's how he latches on to Dexter and and whatever. It's just, it's just so funny to be like the beach yeah you're a genius <laughs> like, no. um so after this where you know they go to the beach and batista's like you know everything's going great between dexter and rita they're really gonna work things out this is what sort of prompts lila to go by roofies yeah she's got the crazy eyes the crazy eyes um the basketball courts we were here those look familiar they do <laughs> um yeah, I remember we were walking around Long Beach just being like, Where are we gonna go? Whatnot? I remember th- those I think we stumbled upon the basketball game and porch, I was like, right? Why
1: are we here? What yeah, I know, why and, I kept, and then and I kept taking just pictures stand over there. Now look this way, look I'm like, What are we doing? But then when the scene came on, I was like, Oh my god, uh, that's yeah. cool now.
0: We stand exactly where we are. Yeah. Them. Uh let me ask you by any chance, when she's buying the roofies, do you know what she's doing or no? Yeah. Well, well, I don't know that she's wanting to kill herself. No, no, I'm saying, but at that point, she buys the roofies. If I would have paused and been like, "Do you know what we, what Lila's plan is here?" You would have been like, "No."
1: I I think that just to take them like for pleasure for herself. Oh,
0: for, for pleasure. I mean,
1: no, I'm asking you. I, I mean, I she's a drug addict.
0: Oh, okay, but I don't think you take roofies as like a drug. I think it's more to so pass out. I mean, I well, the. the You know what roofies are for? Yes. Okay. So I a woman buying them. That's why I'm asking.
1: Yeah. So I get. I know what roofies are for, and I get that. But I also feel like, and I have never done drugs, so I, you know, don't really know. But it's like also like you just see people like shoot up heroin and then pass out. Like that's like that's just like a thing. Like like Michael Jackson having you know drugs into him every night to go to sleep. Like so I didn't think it was like like that's kind of just honestly what I thought. I always just uh, think of like. You do drugs and you go to sleep. <laughs> so, I didn't think of it as a...
0: We eat nuggets and we go to sleep. We
1: do. And they're
0: good. <laughs> um, but when, you know, so later in the episode, Batista and Lila are in Lila's place in their painting. Uh, there's a song playing on in the background. Very under the radar whatnot. This is another one of the composer Daniel Lick's brother, John Lick's songs. Just throwing it out there because
1: the song of passion
0: it's yes it's the song of passion <laughs> the way the way the scene plays out um it seems like lila is not taking those roofies until she hears about dexter and once it seems like dexter's okay that's when she sort of takes yeah them. um but she laughs remember like she laughs once batista's like yep everything's gonna be just okay yeah and she laughs and i remember you being like oh god yeah because it's so crazy it's like yeah you know so telling um but it seems like she's waiting to hear that and then that's when she goes yep right i'm gonna do this um the way this scene plays out um you know batista and lila are making out and then batista sort of picks up Lila, puts over her over his shoulder and he just sort of like walks off camera and it cuts to Dexter walking with Harlow into the cabin. Oh, I didn't even realize cabin. that. Yeah. yeah. If, if we could catch it here while we're in, I think I think that's really cool. Yeah. Like, when they kind of like, you know. Um, so we see Lila takes the roofies and she passes out after yep. they presumably, like she says, have rough, hard sex, whatever. Right. Um, do you know her plan? No. Oh, really? No. Interesting. So you... I don't know if she's trying
1: to do another fire to get Dexter back. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Lila almost died. Dexter run to her side. I don't know if that's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the fire was crazy enough. Sure. Try, uh, you know, almost attempting suicide. Sure. <laughs> like that. Like the fire was crazy enough. Almost attempting suicide is just like not believable. <laughs> like that's just like I yeah. I, but I don't
0: even know if that's the plan, so I don't know. Okay, yeah. yeah interesting to see next episode. Um, I wonder, and again, I don't really wonder. I just wonder if like Rufy's happens that quick. Is that how quick it like you take it and you pass out like that? I know it's like it's called like the rape drug, right? You know. Um, she's also
1: ninety pounds,
0: and she's drinking. was drinking, yeah. yeah, and took a lot of them, yeah. So it could be, you know. And yeah, absolutely. I have you know no idea, whatever. Um, I think it's. Just wonder. Um, after, you know, De- Dexter gets back to the cabin and this is where Doakes said, he's like, you know, I've been thinking about, it. I don't fit this code you're talking about. Dexter keeps calling Doakes sergeant. Did you pick up on that? I thought it was a little weird, yeah. I and, and uh, our friend Colton picked you know texted me the same thing like he it's i think it's 50 and it's like it can't be both right but in my head i can't get past is it a sarcastic like hey sergeant like hey boss yeah and he's like stuck in this thing or is it actually because i really truly do think dexter respects dokes
1: so i would think it's more of the respect than the sarcasm
0: it's played sarcastic right hey sergeant like yeah you know I was sergeant i don't um I, I guess if, like, if you made me pick, I do think it's a respecting, but he definitely says it. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, I don't know, I'm, like, talking in circles here, because I think it's degrading, the way he's saying right. it as he's in there, but it's definitely a respecting. Well,
1: he's also in a cage. Right, so right. So that's degrading as <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. but yeah.
0: Um, and then we sort of get the reveal, right, where Dokes reveals that essentially Harry had killed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: At this point, too, with Dokes realizing that he doesn't fit the code, I almost feel as if Dokes is kind of starting to think like he has the
0: upper hand. Dokes thinks he has the upper hand?
1: I I kind of think at this point where we're talking right now, because it's almost like I know you can't kill me because I don't fit your code. And I think that Dokes really believes if he speaks to someone or talks to someone, he will be able... To get out of it, it just it seems like Dokes is very defeated, angry, this and that. But then at this particular scene, when he says, I was thinking about it, I don't fit the code, it seems to be like a different confidence that Dokes has that we
0: didn't see earlier. I feel as if, um, absolutely. Because to your point, Dokes now has something, right? This is all about negotiation, yeah, exactly. Dokes has something that Dexter needs, yep rather wants yeah um so yeah like he does have more confidence you see
1: like almost just a little bit like of like the less defeated yeah you know and just yeah. a little bit of more like i this like i could come out of this
0: you know compare what you're saying to how the episode I know. ends <laughs> you know? i know um but 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 yeah like absolutely um i love i i, I like the scene where it's like the, the line or whatever what happens where dokes is like you know why don't you just let me out and, we'll go yeah. this out? and they both start laughing and You know, Dexter says the line, "You can't play in my feelings because I don't have any." Uh And I love, and we've been saying, Dokes saying, "Well, who's lying to themselves now?" Yeah. Um, You know, Dokes was able to snuff out Dexter before anyone. Obviously, he caught him before anyone, and he knows Dexter. Yeah. Dexter saying, "You can't play in my feelings." He's one. He's totally playing on his a feelings. A thousand percent. Because now look at Dexter. Now he has to go chase down Matthews and find out and, you know, mm-hmm. h- how it all plays out. Um, as you know, and now the audience will find out, Dext- Dexter goes to the golf course. We know what a huge golf guy I am. Nah, big golf guy. <laughs> big golf guy. Um, I'm totally not. And I wonder if I should post a video of so funny. my friend made of me golfing. Um Dexter heads to see Matthews to uncover some more of the truth. Uh, Dexter mentions how the Bayshore Golf Club is out of Dexter's pay scale. Uh huh. Just a random. Let's just give you a quick, quick. here. Is it a nitpick? Here. No, no, it's not a nitpick. Oh, the Bayshore Golf Club. Yeah, was a thing in two thousand seven. Oh, it's changed its name by now. Random, random. What is it now?
1: The name? Yeah. Just a random. I'm, just I have no it out. clue. It out. No, I have no clue.
0: What is it? Miami Beach Golf Club. Wow. <laughs> um, excuse me?
1: Did we just get paid to say that? Like, <laughs> is that the reason that we did that?
0: You know, Matthew sort of tells him, you know, he he, it was a suicide because a couple of days before he had set everything up, told him, hey, please take care of my kids and whatnot. I wonder why... It's such a big deal to Dexter
1: I kind of was thinking the same exact thing And I think that it's difficult to understand If we weren't in that position Of like a loved one taking their life And um, thankfully I don't know anyone personally Or close that have committed suicide But you kind of hear a lot about um, Suicides being selfish so it's kind, and that's kind of how I took it a little bit of like, how did Harry leave me and Deb? Like, why would he voluntarily want to hurt okay. us? Why would he voluntarily okay. want to leave us? Okay. So that's kind of where I felt that that Dexter was really hung up about it, but um, but I am kind of right there with you as to like why was it that big of a deal but I guess at the same point you have to just think if like your loved one committed suicide no I, I mean I, yeah
0: yeah I mean I, I guess the way I'm saying that I'd be like if I found out a family member committed suicide I'd be like huh what else you know um but at this point in the episode Dexter doesn't know he's the reason why right so if right here dexter he was the reason why then I get it because it's like, holy shit, I killed my own father, you know, yeah, um it just sort of, it's sort of scrambling um and I guess the thing is like why did he kill himself you know, but um yeah, I, I kind of like questioned it and and whatever let, let's move on um when dexter and Rita are at the beach with the kids mm-hmm. and Batista and whatnot um you notice something that we realized in California that they show here. And this is how you know that the show is definitely in California, not Miami. Yeah. So you want to uh, enlighten the audience.
1: So, um, and I don't really know how to describe it, but the sand, there's a lot of sand on the beaches in California. Like, to actually walk and get to the ocean is so far that on pretty much all of the beaches we went on, we were like, nope, not good. it's
0: too far. The well, water's too far. L- let, me, let me, just as like you said, there's a lot of sand. The length from
1: the water the to land, the yeah
0: um to the ocean is really long yeah it's and you when they show the shot here of of the beach it's huge it's tremendous and if you see an actual Miami beach just go on google maps you could see how much shorter yeah. it actually is from here and we were in california we noticed that and it's not until we saw one of your friends we would be like hey why are the oh that's because fucking miami's underwater." water yeah <laughs> like you know and
1: she was funny too just being from florida also she was like isn't it awful like, cause like <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. we're all just used to like a shorter hey did we go in the water at all yeah we put our feet in
0: where point to may oh right 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 and that was some walk too it yeah. was some walk <laughs> it was that's funny uh, um Dexter's here opens up to Rita. Yeah. where he kind of realized, you know, he had just gotten the news mm-hmm. that his father committed suicide. That's kind of the first time he's opened up to Rita on Finally. the show. Um, it kind of, it kind of, um, and I know that they're still working things out. They're not quite
1: like a, a thousand percent back together, but at least like he's using her kind of as he should be. You should use, you know, your partner as absolutely. support, and if something's bothering you, you should be able to talk to them, you yeah. know. And uh, this is clearly bothering him, and it was nice that she, that he, you know, opened up to her,
0: and she was perceiving of it. Like yeah, it was, a, yeah. it was a nice moment. Let me bring up something here. Dexter as a junkie and uh, AA meetings dropped uh, we haven't dealt with yeah that. no there was a line last episode where Rita's uh, uh Lila's like oh you know I haven't heard from you usually means my sponsor is back on drugs but yeah Rita yeah there's no no I didn't think about that um just a little a little thing there uh our episode ends with, um, I think I mentioned it already, where Dexter carries in Christopher Harlow, and we see that's where De- um, is carrying Lila. Dexter setting up to kill Harlow is mm-hmm. something I want to talk about. You know, it's crazy to see dokes reacting to Dexter. Like, imagine how off-putting it would be to actually see Dexter do his thing. Yeah, And you couple all of it with like, we are totally as an audience and obviously this is television where dexter doing his thing his ritual is just kind of like part of the show whatever yeah imagine watching it no and like hearing it smelling it all of it yeah you know and then i i think what would really mess you up more than anything is dexter being like this is a ritual i'm right this is what i am this is who i am um and I, I, I think it's a totally, you know, Dokes, you could say he's maybe as fucked up as Dexter or, or not, whatever. But seeing Dokes like begging and pleading. Yeah. Dokes has no idea what this, this guy yeah. could be a rapist of 700 women yeah. or a, a killer who got off and Dokes is like, you don't have to kill this man.
1: Yeah. He's like, please take him to, you know, report anything, him and yeah, anything. bring
0: him to the station. And you know, I think it's one of the first times on the show where you, I, I don't know, I I and even watching this episode this time after having many times I've seen it, and I'll ask you, it made me look at Dick, Dexter, <laughs> Dexter in a different light. Like this is really fucked up what he does. It's not like a knife in the heart out. Yeah, it's it's the the, the plastic, the setting up, the the yeah. cheek slice, yeah. and everything. This is fucked up. I think I've
1: always kind of thought it was fucked up. Talk- and this kind of goes back to the be- the conversation of is Dexter good or bad, and you said good, and I said bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes back to that. I mean I guess his purpose is good, but like don't I I guess I guess it's the first time we've seen someone sort of watch Dexter yeah. do it. And just it, it, it it's one of those those episodes where it's just like, oh god, it is really, really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. You know? Um that you just think you could take it in your own yeah, hands. Yeah. Um and then like you know, Dexter, I'm sorry, doke sees all the blood yeah and it's just like oh shit and you see dokes you know talk about being defeated and deflated for sure all seeps out of dokes you know um seeing how how despondent dokes is afterwards um you know and i said it on our episode with zach and now we see it here because rita says stay away from me Dokes says stay away from me and then we see why why that pokes in at dexter Mm -hmm. so much because you know we get sort of like the 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 closing of that flashback where Harry walks in on Dexter killing this one, Inez, the guy who got off because of the typo, and Harry throws up.
1: Yeah. Are we thinking that that's probably the first person that Dexter killed with the code? Mm. (laughs) I know
0: he did like animals and stuff, but. You know, our friend Zach will help us big time, but I was under the assumption Dexter's first kill was we saw in season one, the nurse. And he says, like, my first time was really messy. This may be the first time he Hmm. got Harry... I think this may be the first time Harry saw it, because Harry didn't see it with the nurse. He just knows he took care of it Yeah. But I think seeing it with his own eyes was what set Harry off. Um, Our friend Zach has that crazy-ass timeline. I'm going (laughs) to assume this is within a few of, you know, and, and I guess he's able to do it with Dexter's... I'm sorry, Deb's birthday... It has to be shortly after, and you know we forget. We don't remember what age Deb is, you know, because we went from like twenty one to 27 yeah, or whatever. Um, but I don't. This is I don't think it. I think it's just the first time Harry sees it. Like okay. what did it, like you know like Frankenstein? Yeah, what did I just create? You know, um, this is something I have to bring it up just because it's there. This is totally nothing for you. It's really interesting to see what happens this episode and what our season eight storyline is.
1: Season eight?
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to the the audience right now, besides, not you. Um, we th- A character comes in the show, Dr. Vogel. I'm not going to okay. tell you what her purpose is, but she's a doctor and she comes in. Really interesting this episode compared with that season. That's all I'll say. Okay. And if people want to have this discussion, they could email me or, or whatever. Um and, you know, Dexter gets... And that's how the episode ends. Dexter gets the realization he killed Harry, yeah. essentially. Um, I'm not sure how it changes the character. But it has lasting effects. Yeah, um, I don't totally agree with that, though. What's What's that?
1: I don't totally agree that Dexter should take fault for killing Harry. I can see, like, I guess why he does. But it's... You know, I mean, how many times do people, oh, if I, you know, if I didn't tell him to go out and get the bread, he wouldn't have gotten in a car accident and and it's my fault that he died. How many people do that? And it's, it's like maybe just so that there is a solution. But I mean, Harry killed himself, you know, I I mean.
0: Let me, let me put at it. I mean, you have, if you have to. I get what you're saying and and people do blaming all the time, guilt blaming, right? Where they're just like, if I would have never told him to get the milk, he would have never gotten in the car, he would never, whatever. This is more so, I trained my son to kill people who've gotten off and that was all well and fine until I actually saw my son hacking someone up. Yeah. To the point where it's like, I can't even live with the idea that I did this. So... I'm this I'm guessing like Dexter looks at it like god, he trained me, he told me to do all this and then when he actually saw the monster released he couldn't bear himself to actually do it. Uh actually live with the idea of actually excuse me, seeing it. Um I guess I guess I'm more like Dexter 75% killed Harry. Like he has his Dexter was messed up from the start. I don't know. We can Unlike, do podcast I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I
1: guess I would be more like
0: 50-50. Sure. I, I guess. I guess. Um, you know, and we've discussed like Dexter's very juvenile with his thoughts. Yeah. So it's very... Yeah. It's a very easy way for we could see how Dexter yeah. connects it. Yeah. Um, and look what the, the fuck we're talking about. We're talking about a serial killer who indirectly killed his father. I know. Because he trained him of the yeah. code to get off. And but everything. I
1: guess it's just like, you know, if... You're in a relationship that you're unhappy with, and then you go and cheat on them. Y- you're still like it's not. You can't blame your partner that you're in. Like you need to fix. I don't know. That's yeah. just how I feel. You know. You no, can't no. say like, "Well, I cheated on you because I'm not happy." Yeah. No. Like yeah, you need to yeah. fix the solution. Sure, you know, you're sure. a cheat. You did that. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah,
0: I don't know. That's no, you're just- right. You're right. And there's. A whole discussion we could have.
1: Like, I, I, I'm sorry, I just feel like it was like slightly dramatic for Dexter to be like, "Oh my god, I killed Harry." Like, no, you
0: really didn't. And you're right. And again, I, I think, I think we could like sort of answer that with Dexter is a little kid in some certain aspects. You yeah, know?
1: I think that's probably in my head. Yeah, the easiest way to think of it sure. is like,
0: "Oh yeah, Dexter is like yeah. a little kid. He's immature, and that's and kind of." And we can explain it longer and better and everything. I just, um, I, I just think that, you know dog died it's my fault i'm gonna die right my da- yeah definitely died. definitely yeah oh look here's candy yeah <laughs> um so let's get to the question is this episode better than last episode no last so, was better episode nine um uh, what was it called resistance is <laughs> <laughs> um is so far is a better the best episode of season two um eight or nine Eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wanted to show you the preview because remember Zach was telling us like the previews were fucking. Yeah. Insane. I wanted to show you the preview for eleven. Okay. I can't. They fucking reveal everything. Oh, then don't. I want to show you the preview after we watch the episode. Okay. They show you everything. That's so funny. It's so frustrating because there's some good, you know, teasers here. Um. And it's just like fuck! I can't even. I can't believe that's what they're, their promos yeah, are. That's There's so such funny. A huge happening next episode. I mean, because we're in the end of phase three. Yeah. There's going to be huge events that happen. Right. You know, how the hell is all of this going to end? Exactly. Yeah. And they spoil everything. So funny. We will be back next week to discuss, uh, discuss episode eleven of season two. Left turn ahead. Right off the dome. Right off the dome, babe. Wow. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.